I'm Ajay Parthasarthi and you are listening to The Sensations, a podcast about people who have led impactful lives. On every episode, I'll be engaging in conversations with people who belong to a wide array of fields and I'll bring to you their stories that will inspire the sensation within you. Today on The Sensations, I have with me someone who is a personality par excellence. She's a journalist, an author, a national award winner and the editor-in-chief of Film Companion. An avid movie lover, she is one of the most respected film critics in the country and is also someone whom the film fraternity is nervous to hear from on a Friday. Presenting Anupama Chopra. <laughs> I don't think they're so nervous. <laughs> they could be. They could be. But they should be, right? No, no, not at all. I love movies and I'm always happy to praise the good ones. Yeah, but uh, talking about the good movies, there, there are also a set of bad movies. Of course. But... Uh, I understand that there is a certain amount of work that the makers put in. They, like, they don't intend to make it a bad movie. Of course not. So, how difficult is the process of criticizing a movie? Because it, you could come from a good movie saying it's easy to say that it's a good movie. But when it comes to a bad movie, you have to break it down into why the movie is bad. So, how do actually, you do that? Actually, you know, you have to do that with a good movie as well. I, I think with any review you have to put your point of view and then you have to defend that point of view right why do you think it's good or why do you think it's bad and uh, you might be completely contrarian to majority of the people uh, you know you might like a film that nobody likes so you might hate a film that everybody likes but you i think what's important is the ability to defend your point of view yes. you should and and that defense for me at least has to come from the film right. uh, it cannot be something external that Um, this is a wrong you know it just I, I, I never go into a film um, judging it from point of ideology or judging it from necessarily a feminist gaze um, I'm always speaking or trying at least to speak to what is in the frame okay. uh, so but it's, it's, it's not easy um, and yes it's harder to criticize a film than to praise it right. because you know I'm married to a filmmaker and I know how much work film takes exactly uh, so i'm never easy or casual with my criticism um i know that people have worked for months on end to yeah. create whatever it was that they created and like you said nobody sets out to make a bad film right. so i always try and be precise in the criticism so that it's uh, it's not vague it's not right. oh this was boring i don't know what that means why was it not gripping for you Right. you know so i try to be more detailed and i try to invest as much energy and time into it um at least as a fraction of what the filmmaker is putting right so talking about criticizing um i know that you're a huge fan of shahrukh khan yes and uh, i'm sure that there must be more people that you really admire the work they do so how difficult does it get for you when there's a shahrukh khan movie and the script isn't necessarily good or the film doesn't turn out to be good but you love him but at the same time you don't want to be biased about things so it's it's a fight that you have with yourself how do you do that no, but but you know you can uh, even if there are artists you admire it doesn't make you blind to what's in the frame and if a film doesn't work for you um, it doesn't work for you irrespective like zero didn't work for me 
um, and and um, though I loved the first the opening that the whole scene with the parents, I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was very ambitious. It was a massive risk he took yeah. as an artist. It was a massive risk that Anand Del Rai took as an artist. But for me, the film didn't come together. So honestly, I don't really struggle with that because for me, my uh, my responses to a film are very basic and instinctive, and uh, there's no struggle. Ki oh, but I didn't like the film, but I like him as an artist. I think if you if the film doesn't work, it doesn't work. True, but for that you have to be uh, more involved with the craft, the, the concept of movie. I you know I I honestly I I wish I could tell you that I'm really knowledgeable about craft. I'm not. Uh, I am like no. Uh, I mean you you have to love the movie. The movies. You have to love. You have to love. No no. Both the basic hai. Yeah. Nothing. If you don't love the movies, then you should not be doing this job. Exactly. So let's go back to how you got inclined to the idea of becoming a film critic. Clearly, you love movies. Uh, you studied journalism, and uh, how did that transition happen from a journalist to an author to a film critic? Actually, film criticism was never um, was not never an ambition. I I wanted to be a film journalist, and uh, I studied to be. A journalist, and I came back and started working with India Today magazine and um, reporting on the film industry. So every that time, the magazine was a fortnightly, and you know every um, uh, two weeks I would write about trends in the film industry. I would write about personalities, what is happening on the business side, and honestly, I don't remember what the first review was, and I don't even remember how it started. But somebody must have suggested that why don't you start? Maybe it was kabi ha kabi na. I remember writing a one-page piece on it, which was a review, um, which talked about the character of Shahrukh and how he's um, somebody who ostensibly you would define as a loser because he keeps failing at the things he wants to do and he doesn't get the girl in the end. But actually, he teaches us all how to live. Um, I remember that very clearly, and maybe that was my first review. I don't know. So it just it became a function of. First, being a journalist, and then moving into just looking at cinema more closely, and being married to a filmmaker, I would say it's much more of an add-on for you because uh, it's not just criticism that you're making as a viewer, but you're also pointing out specifics in the craft. Yeah, but I'm not sure that my marriage has anything to do with it. Uh, I, Vinod, and I keep a big professional distance between us, uh, so I'm not involved with his work, and he's really not involved with mine. Uh, so it's just uh, you know, I, my growth has been more individual rather than as okay. part of a couple. Right. So, from a critic's perspective, uh, what would be the perfect movie for you? There's no such thing, really. Uh, you know, and and it's it's uh, interesting that you respond to a film differently depending on who you are at the time when you see it. Um, which is why we do something called FCV take, where we, me and Rahul Desai, who's a yeah. colleague and a fellow critic, uh, we go back and look at films and. Big and, fan, by the way. Thank you. Uh, you know because. You change your opinion, so so something that doesn't really work for you at some point or works for you may not work for you later. But for me, a film uh, that I admire is a film that grips me, that engages me in any way. So I don't mean uh, it has to entertain me in the very sort of um, very kind of crass definition of the word entertainment. It doesn't have to make me laugh. It it can make me cry. It can scare me. It can. Um, 
fill me with anxiety like 1917 yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, it can do any of those things, but it has to engage my senses in some way. Right. Uh, for me, the worst offenders are the ones which you're just watching and it's doing nothing to you. They're pushing no buttons. They're right. giving you no insight. You've given two hours of your life that you're never getting back. And this filmmaker is, is serving up nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I find that very hard to kind of get my head around. Uh, but uh, the ones I love are the ones that really get you by the throat and don't let go. Right. But uh, since you mentioned 1917, I remember this whole topic when the movie came out that why can't Bollywood make a movie like 1917 and why can't the Indian film industry do something like that? I find this to be a mix of many things which includes economics, business, of course, a lot of things go into it, Yeah. which a normal common person may not understand. Uh, so what what is your take on this whole debate that's, that's been going on for a couple of years now? You mean the whole debate between Western standards and our own? Yeah, and uh, the whole point of why we make tend to make more of masala movies than... Uh, we don't actually, I mean, there are very few filmmakers now making pure masala movies. I mean, there's literally, you can count them on the fingers of one hand as Rohit Shetty and Farah Khan and Milab Zaveri and Prabhu Deva and, and yeah. that's about it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not, at one point when I started the masala movie was all there was. Yeah. Uh, but now that's no longer the case. And yet, and yet we're not making really groundbreaking cinema. Yeah. Uh, we're making very good films, you know. Uh, I thought Gully Boy was a really fine film. I thought um, Article 15, Thappar, Andhadhon, Badhai Ho. These are very, very strong, great films. But they're not groundbreaking in the way that a Super Deluxe is. Yeah. In the way that a Kumbalangi Nights is. You Correct. know, in the way that a Village Rock Stars is. Right. Um, in the way that Bahubali is. Right. It doesn't have to be small. Um, budget arty cinema it can be mainstream very ambitious cinema uh, and i think that's something that definitely hindi cinema the whole ecosystem needs to introspect and ask that why are the other cinemas in india right. moving ahead of bollywood right. um you know we are supposedly the biggest brand Right. We are supposedly the, the sort of global influencers, you know, yeah. our stars are these massive stars with 50 million people on their Instagram and their right. social media. Um, and yet, and yet we're not um, creating movies that, that will change the ecosystem. Right. That's coming from somewhere else. Right. You know, that's coming from Tamil and Malayalam and other cinemas. Um, I think... It, it, it's it's coming together maybe maybe uh, it'll take another year two years um, as writers are empowered more and more um, as filmmakers kind of seek to take bigger risks but right now we're not doing it but again uh, the economics are another factor that goes into it because no no of course but but the economics are not very I mean Malayalam films are made on a fraction of the budget yeah. that Bollywood films are made on yeah. so you you know uh, money is not a factor in creating a good book in creating good book you know you can have the lunchbox is a fantastic film yeah what must have been the budget of that film 
That's Maybe 10 crores. Yeah, that, not even. Not even 10 crores. Not even. I don't think Ritesh Patra spent 10 crores. Yeah. You know? Uh, so I don't think money is a factor. I think the only limitation is a filmmaker's imagination. Right. Uh, and that, I think, is where we need to have more. Um, we just need to sort of unbox our own heads. Yeah. I think uh, the star system in this ecosystem is too prevalent. I think if that became kind of um, diluted a, a little bit because I mean I love stars and I'm I'm very happy to go movies led like going to films led by stars but I think if if everything in an ecosystem is star driven yeah then your quality will suffer yeah there's no way around that you know uh, we live in an ecosystem where most stars are bigger than most directors correct that's a problem so there is something that I'm extremely curious about and I ask this question to almost every person who loves movies. And so given a situation where you had unlimited resources, the choice of your actors, uh, you could make them do whatever you want. So what would be the movie that you personally would love to make and who would you cast? I, I wouldn't. I'm not a filmmaker. I don't even, I've never wanted to be one. Uh, so I've never even dreamed that if I chance to do this, Never. It doesn't even cross my mind. What, what I dream of is film companion being an incredible, vibrant, platform that talks about Bengali cinema and Punjabi cinema and Tamil yeah. cinema. Those are my fantasies. Uh, it's not to make a film. Okay. So I was going to ask you that uh, whether you were going to produce a film as part of Film Companion, never. but that goes out wrong. No, no, never. <laughs> well, it was uh, a really incredible conversation with you, Anupama. And thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you. Thank you so much and all best. Thank you so much. If you like this episode, please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a 5-star rating while you're at it. I'm Ajay Parthasarthi and I'll see you in the next one.